So I'm going to start. So um, this is our Miracles Magic and Coffee show. The question is, um, how do you finally get over autoimmune conditions, even if you've already tried everything else? That's the question. And this show is our answer. Jen and my um, answer, our experience, our training, what we found with clients and ourselves. And, um, and my hope is that it gives you something to do that can um, really move the needle for you, that can get your health back get your life back and, and um, get you doing what you want to do in life. So welcome. I'm glad you're here. Jen is walking around with Baden. So we'll see if she joins us. So years ago, I believe it was around 2003. I, um, I was, I had, I had my clinic. I had my clinic since I believe 1992 in San Diego, physical therapy, integrated manual therapy, um, all sorts of healing alternative healing techniques and methods that we were using. And I had five therapists working with me and I was taking a class once or twice a month, somewhere in the United States or Canada. Um, I was, I'm doing that um, from about 2000 to actually exactly February of 2000 to um, 2010. And then I kept on that pace with other, other things, but that was the, the medical intuitive work, the work of Sharon Gia Mateo that I was doing and three years into it or so, we got a call around Thanksgiving from um, Sharon's team and they said, um, tell everybody to get off of gluten. Everybody, your staff, your friends, your family, and of course your clients. And I'll tell you why in winter school. And winter school was February. It was a, a series of classes where you would go for two or three classes in a row. And, um, and then there was also summer school, but this was winter school in Pasadena in Los Angeles. And um, she said, I'll tell you why at winter school. And so, we, back in those days, we did um, what Sharon said, because um, she was at the forefront, the cutting edge of stuff. She found bone bruises before um, the MRIs were showing bone bruises. She found a way to help people's bodies heal from disruptions of membrane, which um, were called like leaky gut syndrome, leaky vessel syndrome. And, um, and so she had all these techniques that had very reproducible improvements for people. You know, if they came in with a certain condition, and they left without it. And so, so um, and it helped, it's what I got me where I didn't have my teeth that had um, cavities anymore. After 37 years of having cavities all the time and no more cavities, now for the past 23 years, um, got rid of my anxiety and my sweaty hand thing um, and really showed me that healing was possible, that people, if it could happen, it could unhappen. That was my, our mantra in IMT and, um, and it was true. And so, so when she told us stuff, we did it. And then in winter school, she said, here's what we're finding. And she had us, um, we did a lot of hand stuff where we would um, feel stuff with our hands and energetically feel stuff. And she said, this is what gluten feels like. And this is what a, a, a disruption in the membrane wall in the lining of the colon, especially a part of the colon called your cecum. It's on the right side of your colon by the um, appendix area and the ileocecal valve, that area is very problematic. It gets irritated very bad. Um, they call it the reflexogenic home base. It, it's the home base. It's where you can tell if somebody has a problem with, um, with gluten and here's how to feel it. And so we started feeling it in people and it's like, okay, we could feel it. And um, up until that point, every so often we would go like three months gluten-free and then we'd be back on gluten. We just um, tested elimination diets on ourselves and then on our clients. And, and so now we were finding, um, here's how you tell if somebody's having a problem with gluten. And so, um, and here's a whole class 
on how to, in Sharon's word, fix it up. Basically how to take away the problems that were causing the um, disruptions in the membrane wall integrity of this part of the colon called the cecum. You know, for lack of a better word, like a hole, like a little leakage, like a little seepage. And, um, and here's how to help it um, not do that so that there was integrity there and then the body wasn't um, in an attack mode, an autoimmune uh, mode to attack the stuff that was leaking out. Because whatever's inside the colon is supposed to be inside the colon. And if it leaks outside of the colon, it's really toxic and the, the, autoimmune, the immune system attacks it. And then it sets up a whole cascade of autoimmune reactions. Kind of like blood is really good, right? And it's really good if it's in your blood vessels. If it's outside of your blood vessels, your immune system sees it as a foreign thing that it needs to attack. It doesn't want blood outside of the vessels. So if it's leaking, it needs to, uh, it sets up a very strong reaction. And with gluten, what we found was it was causing a disruption in the membrane wall integrity of the colon. And then that seepage was causing the immune system to attack that and setting up a whole series of things. And she was showing us a bunch of um, stuff that she found in the medical research and, you know, how um, different parts of the, body might be the place that gets attacked. In some people, it was the gut. In other people, it was the spinal cord or the brain, um, plaques in the brain, you know, Alzheimer's or um, ALS, um, multiple sclerosis, different things like that. And it was in the medical literature. And if you look it up, um, celiac disease and any of these diseases, you know, like uh, multiple sclerosis or um, Alzheimer's or ALS, it's in the medical literature all over the place about how gluten and um, how gluten can cause those kind of conditions. And it looks like somewhere between seven and 11% from those peer reviewed journals of those kind of conditions um, are caused by gluten and are at least affected by it. And, um, and the cool thing is that percentage, around that percentage of, of people, if they go on a 100% gluten-free diet, those conditions can actually reverse. And in the medical literature, she was showing us um, research that was saying, yeah, um, here's ALS you know, life-threatening disease and the plaques and everything in the nervous system. And then here's the MRIs that show the plaques going away and then the clinical signs of the person getting well. It's in the medical literature. And um, same with multiple sclerosis, same with a lot of um, autoimmune conditions. So gluten was being linked to, to um, autoimmune conditions in a very severe way. And now we had a way with our hands to feel it. And so, so as we did that, we of course had a clinical trial going, you know, we had the people that we told that did it, including us, gluten-free, and the people that didn't do it. And we had the people that kind of did it a little bit or did it mostly, but every once in a while messed up or got a little bit here and there. And what we found was the only people that had the really big, big improvements were the ones that went 100% gluten-free. And it got so crazy that I had one client that um, came in to see me with chronic, chronic pain, chronic pain. Couldn't lay on a table for very long, had to be up and around and moving and all sorts of stuff. And, and, um, and I put my hands on her and I was like, oh, you're getting gluten. And she said, I am gluten-free. I'm gluten-free, I've been gluten-free for 20 years. And I used to see her in the grocery store in San Diego and um, she had a great big cart of food that everything looked great, perfect, organic, good, wholesome food. And I'm like, what is going on? So we did the techniques to help her and she got a little better and she would go away for a week and she'd come back and I put my hands on her and it was back. It's like, wow. I said, you're eating gluten. She says, I'm not eating gluten. I'm not eating gluten. So finally, after like about three sessions, I believe, we found out that once a week she was going to communion and getting one little gluten-free wafer. 
And it's like, oh my goodness. I remember there was a journal article in the journal Clinical Rheumatology, and there was a nun who um, they tested it and had severe gluten sensitivity. It's called celiac disease. And the researchers, the doctors were saying they recommended a gluten-free diet, but she, she said, no, you know, it's against God. I have to get communion. However often it was, it might have been every day, but it was like every so often she had to go to communion and get this um, communion. And um, so finally, the, um, the doctor wrote it up because her, the priest had told her, that's crazy. We're going to get gluten-free wafers. We'll just do that. So she was gluten-free and then finally got rid of that wafer and got a gluten-free one. And all of these autoimmune conditions went away. They reported it. And it's like, I've got all these references. If you want any of these references, let me know. And I'll point you to them because um, we have them. So I told the, um, the client that. And she got off. She, she got a gluten-free wafer for her church. It was an Episcopal church. And, um, and then I had another client from that same church and told her. And then, and then the, the priest, the woman priest, um, said, um, everybody in the church is going to get gluten-free wafers so they don't have to like, worry about cross-contamination or getting two different ones or that sort of thing. And, um, and 20 years of pain went away. 20 years of pain. One little wafer. And so we were getting data like this over and over and over again. And we saw that the people that got 100% gluten-free did really well. And the ones that got 100% gluten-free but had a little bit once a week or once a month, they hardly had any results at all. Practically nothing. No improvements. But 100% big results. And the reason is because your, the immune system, if it calms down, gluten-free, 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 and then it gets a teeny bit of gluten, it goes crazy. It's kind of like if you're in a war and you're in a war zone and um, there's bombs everywhere and there's terrorists everywhere and you're fighting and the police are fighting and the Marines are fighting and the Navy's fighting and everybody's fighting. Even citizens are fighting these terrorists. And then you finally win and the city is in peace and everything's fine. That's like going gluten-free and gluten is like the, the bad guys. And then one little mortar shell falls into the town square. It doesn't go off, but it's just sitting right there. Are they just going to tell the garbage man to come pick up this mortar shell and throw it away? No big deal. No, right? They're going, to have, they're going to send the police and the army and the Navy and the citizens are going to start shooting and everybody's going to start getting paranoid and everybody's going to be suing everybody else and the whole town is going to erupt from one little mortar shell. It's because the town knew how it was when gluten was hanging around all the time. And then one little piece activates that entire immune system like that. So the, 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 the silver lining of this, the good part of this is if we can get you to do your own test of this and go 100% gluten-free and make sure you're not getting a teeny bit here and a teeny bit there and a teeny bit there or just one little bit once a week. If you can stop that, there's a lot of conditions in the medical journals. You can research this yourself on PubMed. Um, but there's, the last I checked, there was over 50 something um, medical diseases, conditions that were had a strong link to gluten, so much so that the medical research said, if you have this condition, like rheumatoid arthritis, like multiple sclerosis, like ALS, like schizophrenia, if you, anxiety, if you have uh, any of these autoimmune kind of conditions, then it really behooves you to go gluten-free. Because there was a study out of the, I believe it was the Mayo Clinic, and um, there was also one um, in a conference, the liver conference, that um, my friend who was the chief of um, GI in one of the big hospitals in San Diego, he um, told me about it. And he said they took um, people with a significant um, 
autoimmune condition in the gut. So inflammatory bowel disease in the gut. And um, they tested them for gluten sensitivity, all the tests, and they found the ones that were, had no problems with gluten, no tests, all the tests looked totally normal. And they took those people, the ones with no problem with gluten, and they put them on a 100% gluten-free diet, and they had a significant improvement. Their condition cleared. Even though when you tested it, um, it looked like they had no problem with gluten. But when you took them off of gluten, the condition went away. So they started calling something occult gluten sensitivity. And what that means in the medical literature is hidden, hidden. And I believe it was the Mayo Clinic that said the best test, the gold standard now to see if somebody has a problem with gluten is an elimination diet to go 100% gluten-free. It's, there aren't a lot of tests. There's a lot of tests to test for gluten sensitivity and gliadins and all this stuff around gluten. But the best test is simple because you can all do it. And um, you just have to make sure it's 100% gluten-free. And that's the best test. And then see over the course of three months what changes. Now, what we found is people mess up. I messed up, you know, got a little gluten here, gluten there. I didn't realize that my hair product that I was using had a little, had gluten. And when I got rid of that, another big change. Um, I didn't realize that um, gin, at the time I was drinking a little bit here and there, and um, a lot of the gin and a lot of the vodka was made with grain alcohol, which was grain is gluten. And um, so when I found, it took me a while to give up Guinness beer. <laughs> and that's how I got, you know, got gluten. So um, rice milk, we used to get, drink rice milk. We don't anymore, but we used to drink rice milk that comes in those boxes. And, and um, then we saw the same company with a, um, a rice milk that said gluten-free rice milk. And we said, oh, that's a marketing thing, right? But our friend um, called the company and said, hey, how come this thing says gluten-free now? The ingredients are just rice and water. Why is it now all of a sudden gluten-free? Is this just marketing? And they said, no, the container that they were using was made out of gluten. And my friend who does, um, works in food science, she told me, yeah, they don't have to tell you that. I don't have to tell you that it has gluten in the ingredients. The ingredients said rice and water, organic rice and good water. You'd think um, gluten-free, right? But it, it wasn't because the box had gluten. The yellow stuff in cheese is called a natto, and um, that can have gluten. Natural flavors can have gluten. Um, different preservatives and things in, in, um, in food and in supplements and in medicines can have a trace of gluten. It can be something that's made in a facility that has gluten, and so then there's dust particles from gluten. It gets kind of crazy. But the thing is, if you're dealing with an autoimmune condition, if you're dealing with chronic pain, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you've got problems with your teeth, if you've got um, schizophrenia, that's incredible that that's one of the, the conditions. If you have um, rheumatoid arthritis, if you have osteoarthritis, um, there was a study in the journal Bone that um, took people with severe osteoarthritis and osteoporosis. So severe bone pain and um, bone weakening. And they put them on a gluten-free diet for five years. And you don't ever see, you rarely, rarely ever see the word cure in a medical journal. They used the word cure. They said they were cured. Most of the people that went 100% gluten-free, they were cured of these bone diseases, osteoporosis and osteo. Um, um, for arthritis. And they said most of the benefit occurred within the first year. The journal Bone. And um, I should still have that on my other computer. 
So I've got lots of references. And then after we, we talked with Sharon Giamatteo and learned how to um, help somebody's body heal from that with our hands and with our energetic approaches and getting them gluten-free, we um, started hearing about this guy, Thomas O'Brien. Thomas O'Brien. He's a chiropractor and nutrition, nutritionist, certified uh, clinical nutritionist and a chiropractor from the Chicago area. And he was doing a, um, a class, a big seminar class um, on gluten sensitivity. And so Jen and I took it and, um, and he had quite a story because he actually shut his practice down in Chicago because of what happened. And so he told the story of a client who um, came into his office. Um, she was um, um, losing her mind, kind of dementia kind of stuff. She was not thriving. She wasn't eating very well. She wasn't absorbing nutrients. Um, she was going downhill. She was um, pretty much just um, checking out. And, and then he said, so when I walked in, I saw my mom. He was talking about his mom. And he said, so um, the, doctors were, the doctor was saying, yeah, this has happened to my mom and we're just gonna have to like, um, you're gonna have to find a home for her. This is just what happens sometimes. Um, and he, Dr. O'Brien, um, great decision. He said, no way, no how. And he took her out of the hospital and took her back to Chicago, took her back to his home. And he ran some tests and he found out she was severely dehydrated. So he got started giving her water you know, older people sometimes just eat little bits here and there and forget and stuff like that. Don't drink any water. So he got her water. He found that she had a severe gluten sensitivity problem. He put her on a 100% gluten-free diet and she recovered, completely recovered. So much so that she told, told him that she, um, she insisted she wanted to start driving again. And so he tells a funny story um, of taking her back to that same doctor and she walks in normal as normal can be and insists that she wants to drive. And the doctor doesn't even blink an eye, doesn't go like, what happened? Because his own mom had that condition. And here he was standing in front of a woman that just solved it. And um, he, goes, he goes, I want to drive. So, you know, he talks about how he checked her eyes and maybe checked her ears and her blood pressure. And as Dr. Thomas said, it, Dr. O'Brien said, it, he's kind of funny. He said, as if those are tests for anything. Um, it was kind of funny. But, um, but the doctor said, yeah, you can drive. So, um, and he never asked about what did you do, even though his own mom was dealing with what he thought was the same condition. So Dr. O'Brien shut his practice down and studied at the time, he's probably studied way more than that now, 14,000 peer-reviewed journal articles on gluten sensitivity and celiac disease. And then he put together this whole class that Jen and I took years ago. This was back in like probably 2005 or something, 2004. And, um, and all he did for the whole class was throw slide after slide up of peer-reviewed journal articles, nothing else. Just here's what's actually written in the journal article. And it was incredible. Osteoporosis, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, schizophrenia, anxiety, um, heart disease, all sorts of conditions, all sorts of GI conditions, all sorts of um, um, neurological conditions that were reversed by a 100% gluten-free diet. Now, not in every case. They found that in those neurological conditions, it was somewhere between 7 and 11% from what I remember. I believe that's the right numbers. It's, it was a significant number, so much that I, it's like, wow, if there's a pretty good, if there's a, 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 a if there's a chance like that, that 100% gluten-free diet can reverse a condition like Dr. Thomas O'Brien's um, mom, and like some of our, our clients, then if you have any of these conditions, it's really useful to go gluten-free. So it makes sense what my, my um, medical intuitive teacher told us back in 2003, um, get everybody off of gluten. And let's see what's just gluten sensitivity. Now, these days, there's so many more toxins in the world. You know, there's Roundup that's still out there. And 
all sorts of GMOs and the Wi-Fi and everything else that we look at. But this was the number one thing, and it's still the number one thing. And I know it can be like hard to believe, and gluten is such a thing, bread, you know, the staff of life, and people are like, how come we didn't have this back then? I think this is just a fad, and I go to Europe and I eat um, gluten and I have no problems. It's like, okay, okay. But um, from what we learned, the opioid receptor in the brain um, accepts gluten. So it's like, it actually um, affects the opioid receptor in the brain. So no wonder you eat bread and you feel like, oh, everything's right with the world. So there's a strong reaction to getting off of gluten. Like my friend and um, teacher, the late Sharon G. Mateo used to say, you know, you tell somebody to go sugar-free, get off of sugar, and um, it might be really, really tough. They have headaches, they have problems, irritability, but, um, but they're just like that. Um, you tell somebody to get off of gluten, and there's a certain number of people that will just flip you off and get really, really, really angry and adamant that you're, that's like wrong and um, attack you. It's kind of, and I think it's because it's tied to the opioid, opioid, opiate receptor in the brain. So it's a strong topic. It's, um, it's maybe not for everybody, but for us, man, if we can get a client 100% gluten-free, that's just so good. Not like 100% gluten-free and then every month have a little bit or go out for pizza and just, um, you know, the 80, 20, 80% of the time do the good, 20% of the time um, eat a gluten. Not that. But if we can get somebody 100% gluten-free, especially if they're dealing with a condition, you know, an autoimmune condition, we've seen some big, big, big results. And I'm going to keep this video and share it with my clients because this is a big one. I've made, um, I've made some PDFs and, and things of, um, of links. Let me see if I can find it here. I thought I had it all pulled up. Here we go. I'll just get these and stick them in the, um, the comments if you're watching on YouTube and then I'll stick them in the comments again when we um, go edit it. So let me see, where is the YouTube? I gotta go find it. So excuse me for a moment, but um, yeah, I'll look in the, um, I'll look in the comments and if anybody's got comments right now live, I'm here. Let's see if I can pull this up. There it is. Okay, so let me go ahead and grab that and stick it in the comments. There'll be a, about three different links in here. Okay, so not too many people watching right now live. I understand that it's the middle of the work week, but, um, but this will be posted everywhere. So um, let me know what you think. Let me know if you're gonna go gluten-free. Let me know if you want any more help because um, this is the number one thing from a physical standpoint. If we can get this in place, then we can work on everything else. If people don't do this part, it can be kind of frustrating because um, they keep dealing with the immune system attacking this leaking um, gut issue related to gluten. So I hope this helps. Jen, I guess, couldn't join us today because Baden was, had his own plan for the day. But, um, but every Wednesday, our plan is to do these Miracles Magic and Coffee shows, um, how to solve autoimmune conditions, even if you already tried what feels like everything else. And, um, and we'll be talking about the physical blocks, the mental, emotional, the spiritual blocks to healing, and, uh, and what we found, what we found. So look for that, share it, please. And um, 
join our email list, connect with us. You can um, go to the YouTube little icon that has a little bell. I think it lets you get notified when these are on. And we'll be going every Wednesday at 10. All right, everybody. Have a great week. And um, let's get out there and live. Let's really live.